Because I just got back And yes I used improper English For those of you fucks who give a damn Anyways Allow me to introduce My lovely co-host One of two One tonight that is Lady Lynn how you doing Hey yo B-Train how's it hanging bro Well you know I gotta say the show at the garden is jam packed. It always is for certain events. We just got back to the house just now. And I can tell you folks I was glad to see Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was probably one of the great highlights of tonight's show. Um, you know, it's a live very live show, very good moment if you will. And I'm also watching the football game. Uh, my Raiders just win, baby. Hopefully, hopefully you guys do something on offense, please. Anyways, enough. I've get sidetracked. But and there was okay. So there was a contract signing mm-hmm. between Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. I was expecting to see Austin give Braun the stunner. That would have been a big-time stunner if you catch my drift, ladies and gents. Um, Now, I must say, it did get violent, and Austin, his knees look pretty good for the stunners he gave the uh, the OC. So, I got (laughs) to say, I'm happy as a clam to see Stone Cold getting dirty in the ring. I mean, I love it. And, folks, you know, this is not the only highlight that I noticed on Monday Night Raw. Yes, there was a triple threat for the King of the Ring finals. It really irks me and the rest of New York because we had to sit and watch Boren Corbin uh, win that triple threat. And people were like, well, he has to have dynamic. I, I know this, but those, these are the matches that stood out to me. Natalia versus uh, Lacey Evans, that whatever she is. Um, she, you know, folks, I got to say this on Lacey's behalf, great job, um, I must say, for filling in for her, someone who was not there for four months, but she's here now, so 
Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to say is Lacey versus Natalia, least lackluster match is the repeat of last week because they didn't have anywhere to put these two. But let's just talk about Sasha and Bailey versus Becky and Charlotte. Becky and Charlotte can't stand each other, much like water and oil do not mix. So, Lady Lynn, I must get your thoughts on the women's match uh, this evening. Fairly decent match, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely, B-Train. I'd say that was a pretty good match. Uh, I'm still of the opinion that that should have been the main event instead of what we got as the main event. But, you know, that's just me. But, uh, yeah. Pecky and Charlotte are about as compatible as fire and ice. Um, you know, folks, the you know the match was set because Bailey and Sasha had been running rough shot on both SmackDown Live and Monday Night Raw. Bailey said, "I'm going one on one with the most selfish individual there is," you know, and I'm just gonna say this, you know, Charlotte may be selfish, but she says you get. What you see, and she said, "What you see is what you get." What you see is what you get. Sorry, thank you. Um, <laughs> fans, just you know, if you have any questions, it's wrestle underscore radio. I will be changing the name here this week because his thing. I don't like shorting people, and if the characters don't allow, then the characters don't allow. But anyways, back to Charlotte. Charlotte, you know, hits the natural selection in the middle of the ring. Are we going to see that this Sunday at Clash of Champions? I do not know. But I uh, I do know one thing. I don't know, Lady Lynn. It could be it could go either way. Bailey could finally use her claws to scratch and and do something dirty. But I want, you know, to ask Lady Lynn, what do you think will happen on Sunday. Some people are already predicting that Sasha will walk away the Raw Women's Champion and that Bailey will keep that coveted, you know, SmackDown Live title around her waist. What do you think? Well, see, I, I think I have to disagree about um, Sasha's going to take the strap in some regards, V-Train, because one, Becky's a better competitor. Two, Sasha's been gone a long time. I don't think it would be beneficial to just throw the title around her waist as if she had never been gone. As for Bailey and Charlotte, that could definitely go either way. I mean, we could see the queen uh, begin her 10th reign, is it now? Yep, number 10. And... We or we could see Bailey go from being hugger to bear hugger. Yeah, and I. Any way. You know, this is not a concern. Yeah, in any which way. Sorry, Lady Lynn. Continue. My bad. <laughs> that's that's all right. That's all right. There's many ways both these matches could go. Um, any way you slice it, though. I mean, you've got the four horsewomen back together in the ring again, so you know, they're going to be some hella good matches. Especially since these women were basically before Asuka, before Ember Moon, before Nikki Cross, um, before your big-time players, 
like Alexa Bliss, Charlotte Flair. Before them, you know, Alexa Bliss was just a hype girl. Carmella, just a hype girl. Asuka, before the undefeated streak, it all started with Bailey, Sasha, Becky, Charlotte. And some may say, well, what about Paige? Again, you know, I'm not discrediting Paige. She's obviously a hell of a competitor, which I had um, bridge with. Um, not because of the competitiveness. It's you'll 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 get the reasons, folks, when I start ranting. But I'm not going to start the rant just for another four minutes because there's someone, you know, they, someone can be the energy focus of my negativity, folks. But I'm not going to focus entirely on her. Um, it's simply to do with the fact that people say, well, if you know someone's terrible, you don't really point it out. What if you have a future with the company? Look, dude, I have no fucking filters, and I'm glad you asked that question, um, Jim, because here's here's the thing about what I see on TV, and here's the thing what the wrestler will do. The wrestler wrestles. They sacrifice time away from their family. So if you're asking me who it's about, you'll see. You'll hear. You won't see. You'll hear. But, um, you know, I'm just excited that the women – Imagine that. What What's the big deal if women have a beer in Madison Square Garden? I mean, it's good to also, let me point this out, in the main event, the 10-man tag match uh, that was featured on tonight's show, which, you know, I, all I have to do, folks, is literally take the subway down to 38 Herald Square, get out, Madison Square Garden, walk a block and a half. Anyways, the point is, if you... Watch professional wrestling. You watch it for the show purpose, right? And tonight's show, the men, you know, they put on a 10-man tag. So the War Raiders, Cedric Alexander, Seth Rollins, and Braun Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, and the OC. Well, you know, I must say, folks, um, at first, I was watching with Lady Lynn and said, why weren't the women the main event? Uh, And then it dawned on me, okay, as I'm going to discuss AEW here in the thick of things because it's not so much a rant. It's me telling you how I feel about a certain someone and also what I think of AEW in, you know, not retrospect, but in the clear and present day of what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Anyways, long story short, 10 man tag wasn't bad. It was kind of a clusterfuck to begin. Um, and I just want to point out, you know, there seems to be a lot of people that doubt the ability of WWE to put on a show. They put on a show. And yes, it was a bit clusterfuck, you know, as far as the Tin Man tag goes. It's called WWE trying to entertain us in a in a good and bad way. I to me it's like you, you have a match that's thirty plus minutes, right? Because actually it wasn't thirty plus minutes, maybe eighteen to twenty. But who's counting, right? You put on a show at the Garden, you better put on a show. 18000 for WWE, uh, let me just say that's a big number, and I'll tell you why. Stone Cold Steve Austin can pop any fucking crowd, and I don't care if it's 10, 
thousand, six thousand, but Stone Cold Steve Austin, let me tell you, I thought he was going to stun everybody in that ring and give you know his party, but he had party, he had a beer with uh, up and coming superstars, so that was a nice way to close out Monday Night Raw. Um, now, when it comes to saying, okay, was it a cluster because Baron Corbin won? No, it just made fans wonder, like, okay, what's your what's your plan? Kind of like, week? what's your rank? Yeah, what's your angle? Because I just heard Bray Wyatt say Stranger Danger on um, House of Fireflies, which I think, you know, that's one of my favorite segments on WWE right now going. Um, I have to say something nice, folks, because I normally rant about um, 15 minutes into the fucking show. Now, I mean, there's no question about this. And... um, (laughs) A few of you have asked me, can I say something nice about World Wrestling Entertainment? It's not that I can't. It's that I choose. Okay? They choose to uh, go with the real versus go with, let's fluff this shit up and make it completely fucking fake and insincere. That is not who I am as an individual, and that is not who I will become. So... I guess that's why I don't have a job there, right? So, anyways, folks. I like to point out that tonight's show, I think it was hard for us and maybe two matches, but that's about it. They're getting better because you do realize that WWE, AEW be competing. Will there be... A New Japan competition? I don't know. I love watching wrestling fucking period, folks. I'm kind of on a euphoric high, if you will, from the subway. If you, I don't mean by the smell, okay? I mean, because you will get a variety of smells in Manhattan, folks. You will. You will. <laughs> and um, so NXT is going to USA Network and Jeebus because... No, not really. The double-edged sword, is, it's their journey into NXT. Um, I, I got to point this out, folks. NXT, when it first started, I was there for watching uh, the watch party, if you will, in Brooklyn. They were not supposed to sell out. This was just supposed to be some kind of mad science experiment that Hunter put together. And now... You see the machine that NXT has become, and we say to ourselves, please last forever and ever, you know, forever. You know, like the scene in Sandlot, okay? You want this <laughs> this good black and gold brand to last because otherwise, you know, AEW is not going to have their – some of you are already saying we don't have competition. Well, how foolish you fucks are, Okay. Because both sides have to be at their best. Otherwise, you know, you got one big one side in this. And they're like, well, it already is. They have Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega. You're right. You do have a Cody Rhodes and a Kenny Omega and Dustin Rhodes. And you have a lot of talent. And I, it's, it's, the talent in AEW is endless. You have to give credit where credit's due. They have a dynamic. They have a transgender, uh, Nyla Rose, who won the 
24 woman battle royal in AEW. You know, mad props to her for dealing with what she has to deal with outside of the ring, you know, and prejudice and what bullshit, you know. But you can't deny that Jericho and Hangman's page match was not the best, but it gave what? It gave a reaction from the crowd. So I will start this here party that I like to call um, Off the Rails Uncensored. It is, this show does contain explicit content for young listeners. If you have a young listener, I suggest that you take into account that they should not be listening to this show because if they do, I think what you're going to have is a problem on your hands. And I believe the Raiders have just got into Bronco territory off a kickoff return. Just win, baby. I'm sorry, (laughs) my attention's kind of divided. But I love the silver and black coming back to form. Sorry, my John Gruden impersonation. Anyways, in mid-form, folks, this show has explicit content. My apologies, Lady Lynn, for getting sidetracked. Hey, no worries, (laughs) E-Train. I, um... Here's the deal. This show has explicit content. The show was copyrighted on March 7, 2016, officially when I took over the show on that date. If any reproduction of said name is used of Off the Rails Uncensored or the likeness thereof, there will be a $45 fine issued to those who try to use said likeness or portrayal of Off the Rails Uncensored. Anyways, I do not own the rights to Nikki Cross's Glasgow Cross likeness of content produced by Jim Johnson, now retired producer of World Wrestling Entertainment. I do not own the likeness nor the production of the theme and intended to use for this show and show only and not reproduction or production purposes. All right, so monkeys in the truck. Hit my music. Dig it. Secrets 
about AEW. There's no secrets about NXT. Okay? When you take a look at the tail of the tape between the brand that is NXT, the black and gold brand, when you look at AEW, NXT's been through a lot of makeovers. So when <laughs> when we say it's going to be a powder keg in the episode description, we mean it, folks. Lady Lynn and I have been through a wrestling war, just like every one of you who has, have been wrestling fans have been through a wrestling war. We know what's in store because when AEW goes on TNT, you know that people are going to be aware that they can download the Bleacher app and go, you know, directly and watch and pay for a pay-per-view. It doesn't bother us. We had to pay for pay-per-views back when Lady Lynn and I were in middle school. $50 for that stinking box at a cable company, all right? And I got to say... I'm happy that wrestling is back to that point where there's some kind of form of competition instead of, you know, just one in particular product that it was watchable when certain writers were around to give the show some kind of edge and some kind of flavor. And I I just want to point this out. You are saying to me, sir, that you think that AEW is going to wipe the floor with NXT. Tell me something. When has AEW aired their show? They haven't aired yet. So how do we know that they're going to wipe the floor with NXT? As some of you are telling me, it's a four-drawn conclusion that they got Cody Rhodes, they've got a whole bunch of talent. Why should WWE even bother because they killed the network? Let me just speak on that for a moment as well. I like the network because I still can watch takeovers on it. So I see the point of, well, you're putting it on USA. We can just read the results. Again, that is like watching a magic show, right? And saying, I know the magician's going to pull a rabbit out of his hat, or I know how he's going to get out of the, the handcuffs that he put on himself. But on the real, yo, like, you got to be joking me, right? Some of you will read results because you, you know, NXT UK TakeOver, for example. Uh, we knew Walter was going to retain. I didn't, you know, because they keep us on our toes, right, um, in the NXT. AEW, on this show, there were a lot of complaints by the same people who spoke praises of it, all right? So when... When I think of AEW, I think, yes, it's a company on the rise because it's brand new. It's a shiny new toy. It's the toy you pull out of the, the toy box as a kid and be like, okay, I have this brand new toy. How do I work it? How do I fold it? How do I, you know, do this with it? Just random thoughts that pop into your mind with AEW. My question to some of you is, what happens if somebody gets hurt? Well, Moxley got hurt because his MRSA was acting up. I'm sure there's some kind of um, protocol that can be followed for Moxley. Okay. Now, granted, we saw AEW last year, and they had a huge following. 
And it's not uncommon for a new company to come along in wrestling and be like, we're the hottest new thing. So thing, you know, said AWA, NWA, USWA, Smoky Mountain Pro, uh, Impact, WCW, before all that. So, again, (laughs) as I point this out to you all, There's a lot of, of, of factors that go into a wrestling war. Who do you have? Who are your key players? Who's going to make a statement? Well, AEW's already made their statement with, okay, so we're bringing Cody Rhodes to the table. We've got, you know, Chris Jericho and Jungle Boy and Nyla Rose and Jazz and all these awesome stars that, you know, whether you believe it or not, they're going to be like, okay, so how are they going to act? How are they going to produce? So they basically say, these are our players. You're going to put them on a chessboard. And we're going to move our pieces. You know, people who don't play chess say, I don't know how to play chess. I don't know how to play chess. It's like, oh, it's easy. Move your, you want to move your pawns. Or you want to strategize. Are you going to move your rooks, your knights, your bishops, whatever. You want to move your best pieces in front. In other words, on the board to take the queen question is how does one adjust oh no whatever show we do they're wasting more time yeah my friend is messaging me folks as we as we speak so anyways like I was saying how are we going to adjust to WWE they haven't really had to because they haven't been on TV let me just point that out they have not been on TV enough for fans to make that judgment call. How, you know, some of you really make me laugh. At what point are you going to sit there and say, oh, they're better because they have the best talent, they have the best talent pool, their women's division is more interesting than WWE's Barbie Law division. That's very fucking wrong, dude. We could, you know, make cracks at certain someone, but we're not going to. So anyways... That is my take on AEW. I've babbled on about that enough. But I will tell you uh, from experience, <laughs> watching AEW's pay-per-view, um, it wasn't bad. I, you know, to answer your question, yes, I did. Um, the best match was Omega versus Pac. Second best match to me was Jericho versus Hangman Page. Why, you may ask, I I think I can answer that for you. Um, Because the crowd reaction. Everybody expected Pac to lose because he used to be on 205 Live. He's lost his edge as a wrestler. He's not as volatile as uh, he once was. And I was like, well, you know, 
I don't see it as a problem. I don't see it as a problem as him being less volatile than he already was. But he was so vicious. He was so on point. And here's my thing, folks. Uh, who cares? The fucking Broncos scored. What do you do? Hawk versus He trained cricket and sidetracked by football. This is about wrestling, man. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, at this point, let me just make this point. Pac vs. Omega brought the reaction of, gee, there's more than one possibility that one fucker can actually win. And as vulgar as that sounds, here, here's what I'm going to tell you all. I think the crowd's reaction is what did it for AEW's first pay-per-view. Most people expect Cody to be victorious, which he was. The interference, though, with Blanchard and Art Anderson, everyone was, oh, that was awesome. Art Anderson got in the ring, spinebuster. All right, well, you know, here's what I'm going to tell you. It must have been real cool to see Tully Blanchard and Art Anderson, you know, getting involved in this match. But what also was pretty cool was the fact that the crowd, you know, their reactions what did it for me. And so is AEW on the rise, is what one of you asked. And this is a tradition now at Russell Radio Network. Um, to answer that question, um, that, you know, depends on what you think a rise of a company really truly is. Now, granted, I've been on air, and it's not showing my time. But, okay, for 39 minutes, so I've got 21 minutes left to fucking spare. Um, Sasha Banks. Um, people may think I'm going to just go totally off or be negative. Uh, no, because I just want to point out when she was gone for four months, everyone suspected, oh, she's going to come back here. She's going to come back there. Her time that she was off, folks, and some people negate this whole thing uh, because people choose to look at what she, where she is now. She was complimenting the competition. That's something that you would do, I guess, if you were trying to say, hey, you know, I think you're doing a great job. She kind of Antonio Browned it, if you will. But her brattiness somehow got her to the front of the line. And sometimes, folks, when you're mean, when you are a total um, bitch about certain things, does that mean you, you get your way? I just don't, I just honestly, folks, her return, from, you know, the fact that she said with Corey Graves that maybe she should leave some, be staying where she is, you know, leaving cryptic statuses on Instagram. Yes, he took subtle jabs at his NXT running mate because they were in the same NXT class together. The point I'm trying to make, folks, is, is that the behavior of Sasha beforehand, does it mean everyone's perfect? No. Am I defending her? Hell no. I'll explain why. Sasha Banks is, to my liking, is my liking to of Nicki Minaj, and I despise that bitch. So her return comes, and she, you know, she attacks Natty. She makes impact right away. So 
again, does she, is she deserving of a championship shot where everyone else in the locker room is going to be deserving of said championship? You know, like, okay, for example, Natalia, I understand why they went the direction that they did. Do you know why? Because here, here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, sometimes there's just so many things that factor into someone not winning a championship. Do they pull the crowd? Is Natty's merch selling off the rack? I guarantee you to answer that question, no. Which is why they went with Sasha, because there's a history between the four horsewomen. Sasha, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte. So you go with the formula that works. Am I mad that she returned? No, because if it was the same people running in the division, I haven't seen uh, Naomi in quite some time. I have yet to see the Usos. I mean, so Sasha's return is not a bad thing. It's not necessarily a good thing either. It's kind of a mixed bag. Um, she helping in ratings? Sure, because who's the first name that pops out of your mouth? Oh, you know, Sasha this, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. Lacey couldn't cut the mustard because Lacey Evans tried so hard. You know, she's filling the shoes for Sasha Banks. Um, let me just point out something. Lacey Evans may not be the choice heel for some of you, but did she throw a tantrum, you know, a, a social media tantrum, if you will? And literally, quite literally, folks. So, what I'm saying is I don't like Lacey Evans either. Was trying to focus in on, you know, from a fan's perspective, you leave for four months, you get a big crowd reaction in Canada, crowd cheers, um, and then the next week she comes out, it's flat. The reaction, that is. So it's give and take with certain crowds. You can't control crowds, all right? But I do not, and I repeat, condone, like, the fact that she said something on social media to the competition. It makes one wonder, like, um, so if you, if I or anyone else was to do the same thing with the magnitude of the superstar that I would be, would the company compensate me for my shortcomings and say, hey, you need to start fresh. We're in the middle of a war. Um, basically, you know, what are you going to do? Just like, what are you going to do? This is basically what anyone that wins not the level of Banks because she's a four-time Raw Women's Champion. She has acclimated herself as the first ever one half of the Women's Tag Team Champion with Bailey. So, you know, she has a lot of history with the company. She's not just some slouch. And my thing is, you know, I... I will tell you this right here, right now. I don't know if 
I can get behind her 100% like I do most of the other heels that I have cheered for in the past. Simply because I'm not all about, okay, well, this is, you know, our options. This is what she's doing for the company. You don't have a say. I get that aspect, and I don't pay her salary, so why should she give a fuck? Because if you try that shit in the fucking future, it's going to be not so beautiful. You know, if you try that with AEW, you've got, you know, four owners that basically Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes, they must have saw something in her not to sign her. So, you know, you, you cut your losses, right, as she puts it. And... I will just point this out. <clears throat> I watched, you know, the very first NXT TakeOver uh, from Barclays Center. You know, her match with Bailey was phenomenal. And I know people remember, but you can't hate on her because of her match with Bailey. I'm not hating on her. I'm just pointing out shit that has been bothering me. The same shit, you know, if someone does this, we are not defined by our actions, right? Because actions speak louder than words. That made no sense, dude, at all. For you to send me that. You're not defined by what you did in your past is what you meant to say. However, you know, there's some kind of feel, if you will, to Sasha being back. And it's not, I mean, like I said, I'm not in the locker room to say, okay, this is how she is, this is how she will be. I'm pretty sure she gets along fine with people, dude. It's it's what she did the four months prior that during that time she took time off, she cleared her head, cool. But when you go on social media and start complimenting the competition and start following Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho and all this, I'm sure their reaction was, eh, you know, we'll see what you bring to the table. Hopefully, you know, you can help us out. Again, I don't know the conversations that go on behind the scenes, but I'm just telling you. It bothered me because any other employee that would have done that, they probably would have gotten the uh, the jobber treatment. Well, how come you haven't seen Naomi? How come you have not seen the Usos? Don't know, and I couldn't tell you. But I will point this out since I'm on the horn here. There are times when people do shit that you're not going to understand because this is what we're in right now, folks. We are in the middle of a war, a wrestling war. And I'm fucking glad because I'm going to segue into the next segment. But before I do, if you have not subscribed and those of you who are going to unsubscribe, I don't want to see it in the comments in my inbox. don't care. But if you would like to subscribe to the WWE Network, you can do so now, so more more than ever. Go to WWE.com. Your first month is free. So that means Clash of Champions and a zillion other pay-per-views that have already whizzed by before the 2019 year is over. Go to WWE.com. Click on subscribe. You must have a valid email and password. If you don't want to use a valid debit or credit card, Lady Lynn, would you like to tell the fans what they can do to obtain their WWE preloaded card? 
of three months? Certainly, B-Train. If you do not have a debit or credit card, you can go to your local GameStop, Walmart, Dollar General, CVS, Target, Best Buy, Stores, and pick up a WWE Network card three months for $29.99. And exactly as B-Train said, you get access to Clash of Champions, Hell in a Cell, first month is free, and a whole bunch of other WWE Network originals, classic events, classic matches, catch up on Raw, SmackDown, NXT. You know, and you can also see where these superstars came from in ICW, such as superstars, uh, Aleister Black, Nikki Cross. You can also look at Smoky Mountain Pro, and you can type in the name of any wrestler or manager or referee that you want to look up or study if you watch or train in professional wrestling. The network is a good guide, and I know most of you say, well, I have YouTube. That's wonderful. But, you know, the network provides you a key to your success. Some have also um, segue into this advertisement as well. Invest in yourself. Become a professional wrestler. Join the world-famous Monster Factory located in Paulsboro, New Jersey. For more information, visit the website at www.monsterfactory.org. So, you know, invest in yourself because Danny Cage is a very good owner, a very good coach, and he will take the time to make your dreams of becoming a professional wrestler come true. Now, he won't hand you the dream. You just got to go at it, all right? So, so folks, uh, with that being said, I still have 17 minutes to not ramble on, but make points. NXT goes live next week, folks, on Wednesday. Be sure to catch the awesomeness, the madness that is WWE NXT. It'll be going one-on-one with AEW on TNT. Now, I, I got to point this out, folks. For those of you who have not been through a wrestling war, yeah, geez, you know, Lady Lynn, I think most of my headache comes from social media keyboard warriors, the ones that, you know, sit in groups and will say their piece because they believe they're so important because they know they can't get beat up behind the screen of their phones. So let me let me just point this out. For those of you who are one-sided bastards, I hate you. Do you know why? It's because you can't enjoy a show. You can't. So those of you who um, have blogs or podcasts like moi, keep an open mind is all I ask. That's all we ask here. Um, No, we're not important to say it's from Wrestle Radio Network because that sounds so fucking pretentious. So let me just... You know what I mean? If, you, if you've been through a wrestling war like Lady Lynn and myself, I love you because you're about to go through another one. And we don't know how long this is going to last, but NXT uh, versus AEW is going to be hella interesting because I, I don't know how AEW – you have replay on your TV, folks. It's on TNT, and it starts October 2nd, 2019. So this is their first big, you know, network television jump. But uh, I can't, 
Lady Lynn and myself can tell you the memories of the Monday Night Wars that make people who had not been through and saw the network <laughs> fuck you very much. We lived through that. <laughs> that was one hell of a crazy ride, D Train. That was something that I thought I'd never have to experience again, but well, <laughs> here we go again. And what she means by that, folks, is we had the the fossil age days of VHS, um, and we also had the dawn and age of more than one TV, and no, we didn't have DVR. It was good old-fashioned. You set a timer on a remote to record all everything, and sometimes if you recorded it too long, the VHS ran out, which really, thank you for the advancement of DVR. So if I miss one, folks, it's not because I didn't want to. It's just, you know, look, I'm going to just point this out. Um, there happens to be a point when you record USA Network back in the day and then you record uh, WCW Nitro on TNT because Nitro started in 95 because Raw's War started in 93. When the names Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, all those names come about, let me just point this, uh, let me just steer us in the right direction with a fucking metaphorical GPS. You are here <laughs> in Crazyville. Because, let's see, Eric Bischoff versus Vince McMahon, and now the ironic part, the two men that absolutely destroyed, you know, the whole we're in a friendly competition bullshit that they have going on now. And I have to take shots at this generation because I love doing it. Sometimes, <laughs> not always, folks. Not, not always. You know, it's not all. Let's get butt hurt on social media because someone said something so offensive that it made me cry or made me think of a moment. Please stop. I mean, look, uh, anyway, that's another subject for another day, right? Let, let's just focus on wrestling, shall we? WCW had names. They had Hogan, Piper, Savage, Flair. At one point, they had Ultimate Warrior, and I thought I was seeing things. <laughs> let's not forget, let's not forget some of the other big names out there, too, like uh, Goldberg, anyone? Goldberg streak, you know, before the Undertaker streak got, you know, paid attention to. Goldberg had a streak, folks, that I don't think anyone could ever duplicate. It's over 150-plus. I mean, before he got tased by Scott Hall and lost his first match, this man uh, was on a tear. I can fucking tell you, I'm not kidding you. Yes, some of you say he was a shitty wrestler. Yes, some of you say, well, he just came back just for money. Look, folks. Goldberg really doesn't, all the money he made in WCW, all the investments that he's done, all the movies that he's, you know, been a part of, you know, there's very far few and in between with his movies, the mainstream that is, but you had <laughs> Goldberg, Bret Hart, Eddie Guerrero, uh, Malenko, you had Chris Jericho, you had Psychosis, Juventud Guerrero, so they had like a whole fucking section in WCW that WWE didn't have. Well, then WWE said, fine. You want to have a cruiserweight division? Fuck you. We'll have a cruiserweight division. This is why I say this. We grew up when it was the Hogan versus Sting era. The Undertaker versus Kane. 
you know, Cain was this story that was so un- back then everyone believed, oh my God, the Undertaker has a brother. What the hell? You know, all the fucking fans and myself included were like, gee, this is pretty cool. You know, a big, big dude in a red mask and he has the same moveset as the Undertaker. Pyro was a thing, folks, for both WCW and WWE. Although the one thing is, um, I remember this because I lived in New York. Madison Square Garden. Uh, WCW never went inside there. And I know that Cody and them are itching to repay their father for the road that he paid for them. So I'm assuming that the garden is going to be graced with AEW's presence. Seems how WCW never did that because it really fucking irritated me. I say, oh well, they're in New Jersey. Oh well, they're in New York. Where where are they having a show? Oh, Nassau Coliseum. You know, it, it was kind of a thing back in the day, not just appearance wise, where they were location wise, but like WCW's biggest story ever. There's a lot, but the whole who's the third man in the end, you know, the infamous group. New World Order. Hogan turning heel. Now, some of you are comparing Bailey's turn to that. I think that was a long time coming. I, you know, it takes a lot for me to say that that's very similar, but in a way, folks, it wasn't mind blowing. It was, gee, it took you long enough <laughs> for <laughs> some of us. For a year and a half, uh, got... to... go ahead. I'd have to agree with that sentiment. It took them long enough. Go on. Well, because, like, you think, okay, what, what would it take for WWE to have some kind of spark and any kind, you know, the women's division that is so. I, you know, just want to point out the women's division in both AEW and WWE are pretty awesome. Okay. Nyla Rose for AEW. She basically withstood the whole punishment that was Jazz, you know, and uh, Awesome Kong going at it. They eliminated themselves. So to put her over, folks, is a big deal because. Some of you say, well, you're just saying that because she's transgender. No, I'm saying it because of talent. I don't give a fuck what you are. Gay, straight, lesbian, transgender. Some people are homophobes. Some are transphobes. I would explain the difference, but, you know, some of you may blow a fuse, if you will, in those heads of yours. I don't know. But I will point this out. You could explain the difference, but I don't think we have enough time left in the show. I Yeah, I don't think we have enough time left in the show. So I want to point out that NXT will be on USA Network. You know what really pisses me off more so than Fairweather fans? Oh, I'm going to cancel the network because it's going on to USA and we will know the results. The fuck you will, because NXT does not give out results. Why? They're not going to pre-tape this shit. 
it's in it's on USA Network, so now they have no choice but to go live, and that's awesome because do you know why? Live tours. So you will be on TV, folks. You attention whores. All of us are attention whores. That's no lie. <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know, be like, hey, Grandma Billy Bob, I made it on TV. You know, you seek to see my ass on the TV. Like really. Come on, you guys don't want to have fun in keeping the network because, you, well, we could read takeover results too. Why in the blue hell? And again, I'm going to point this out. An established writer, or so he calls himself, or blogger, or however you classify Dave Meltzer, will be giving results, really. So tell me this, folks. How well did his result reading go for WrestleMania 34? Hmm? How well did it go? The only... Captain Obvious fucking result reading that he ever had was Becky Lynch winning both championships because if she didn't, fans would blow a fucking fuse if Charlotte was to win again. And two, oh yes, his predictions are so on point, even after before the fact that, and, and I'm going to point backwards to WrestleMania 34. Oh yes, Asuka and Shinsuke are both going over. Braun Strowman's tag team partner will be Rey Mysterio. Meltzer, um, I appreciate the journalism degree that you have in dumbassery, but I'm going to point this out. A nobody on a podcast can easily tell you that is formerly involved with the business of professional wrestling and still learning about it. It'd be nice if you could shut your cake hole because that would give, in this day and age, you need a thorn in someone's side, right? So you, you allow Meltzer to join in. Correct. Why? I, when no one has any more element of surprise, can Lady Lynn, what was you going to say? I was going to say, oh boy, I love to know the results of the pay per view before I ever even watch it. Said no one ever. What happened to the good old days when you fans were kept guessing? And, you know, it's like, what happened to what good old days? You know, live in the future, man. I mean, we're, we, as podcasts, have gotten to the point where it's either one big rant and it doesn't have any validated points to back up said rant. So you have fans that know or have a general idea of why they're upset and what direction they'd like to be pointed in. That is myself, Lady Land, and others, you know, during this whole Wednesday night war fiasco argument. What fucking good will it do us to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to choose one side. That's fine. That is completely fine. But what Lady Land and I are trying to convey to you is, you ha- we don't delegate, okay, this is who you cheer for, this is who you boo. If it turns into that game, what you should be doing, for those of you fuckers, and I've said this before, that sit on social media and try to, you know, just drag, click and drag us to your side. We're not a cop easily copy and pasted, okay, fans? We're not those type of fans. I would hope not. Because if one side says, well, we're going to do this, you know, unless you are giving away a million bucks, we really cannot sway fans to be totally one-sided because I think 
it's just it's ludicrous. One and two, who cares? You know, if you like AEW, awesome, cool, whatever. If you like WWE, NXT, great. But well, when it comes to um, oh, this side is good because you look at the ratings. Again, AEW has not had ratings yet. So when people say WWE, I'm going to unsubscribe, you're dumb as fuck because you're going to be the one subscribing back for certain events. Like, well, I know what Royal Rumble's like. Yeah, we all know the cluster fuck that is Royal Rumble. We all have been there, done that. We also know that WrestleMania comes around. Are you just going to subscribe and unsubscribe because it gets interesting for four weeks, so you figure... I'll waste 10 bucks of my money for that. You make your own choices is what I'm trying to say. If you don't like what, you know, we're saying, then you have the choice not to listen. If you don't like what you're watching, then, you know, don't fucking watch. It's as simple as that. All right? So, I don't really... Yeah, I really don't have a side, folks. I just like watching wrestling to the point where if it's on seven days a week, fuck yes, but that'll drive wrestling companies nuts. (laughs) I I don't see any wrestling company doing that, honestly. I mean, honestly, folks, I don't see them doing that. But you're telling me that AEW is going to beat NXT in ratings when they haven't even been on fucking TV yet. That's one problem I'm having. So we're going to base judgment off of one pay-per-view. You know fans are going to complain no matter what. Oh, Pac should have lost and Omega should have won. Jericho Jericho should have lost the championship. They didn't put the title around his waist, which he, by the way, did lose it at, you know, well, he was in Texas Longhorn. Limo Driver probably fucking stole it, but, you know, they, they returned it to the desk of the PD, you know, in Florida. Whatever. Point is, wrestling is wrestling. Lady Lynn and I and a zillion others that grew up during the Attitude Era slash Monday Night Wars are appreciative of this. Because if we didn't have this, I guarantee you I'd be dragging my ass to get through the show saying, well, I guess WWE had another shitty or so-so Raw. You know, just saying... That's what I believe would have happened. I believe you're right about that. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I have a week to assess WWE and NXT on USA Network. I, you know, the two-hour window that they have is going to be fucking amazing. So, um, before I get the 10-second countdown from this very bossy automated broad on, on Wrestle Radio, as she did, a Wrestle Radio Network or, you know, yeah, off the rails and censored, it sounds much better. I will tell you, if you didn't like what I had to say, then I, I'm tired of some of this whole kit and caboodle of uh, this awesomeness that is Wrestle Radio Network or off the rails and censored. Now I have choices. I had choices. Anyways, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say on this broadcast, I 
suggest you jump ship or listen to a different monotonous, boring-sounding podcast. But anyways, listen to whatever you want to fucking listen to. You guys are awesome. I love you. I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Lady Len? And if you didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say, well, call me what you will, but don't call this lady crazy. Don't, folks. Trust me, it's not a good sign if you, it's not a good sight if you do. All right, bitches. Lady Lynn and I have to get some shut eye. Got work to do. Got revamping of social media to plan. And all that good fucking jazz. Good night, folks. Love you all for listening. Be sure to. Download our episodes, listen, share, like, repeat, download, listen, whatever process you like doing first. Love y'all. Good night. Thanks for listening. Dig it. Personality, the cult of personality.